This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the number one daily fantasy sports app. Oh my goodness. Good morning, good afternoon, whatever it is for you. I hope you're having a fantastic day. My name is Zach Schaumler. This is Strong Opinion Sports, episode 617. Welcome in. Uh, today we are talking all about fantasy football week nine. My team, the Single Pringles, we won again. The Single Pringles are really 3-0 and since I changed the name. Uh, my team is now 5-4. and I won 108.54 to 81.52. So I won 108 to 82, basically. And uh, I beat 24-7 ass ETN season, who was, I think at the time, the number one team in the league. I took down a giant. I'm very proud of that. Now, before we break down what happened, how it all went down, I got to tell you about today's sponsor. Prize Picks is the number one daily fantasy sports app. Prize Picks allows you to make an entry based on player projections, and in 60 seconds, you can enter something like Travis Kelsey more than five catches, Tyreek Hill more than 100 yards receiving, and Justin Fields less than 200 yards passing. And if your picks are right, you can win money. Making picks makes games more engaging, and you could turn something like $5 into $50. Prize Picks offers quick and easy deposits. You can even use Apple Pay. And they have weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts. For example, there's a weekly event called Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. So put your skills to the test in daily fantasy. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash CLNS, code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy made easy. Now, uh, let's dive in. My starting quarterback this week was Derek Carr. Derek Carr, actually, let me tell you, my backup quarterback, Deshaun Watson, had more points. Deshaun Watson at 18.96 points. He was playing against Arizona. I just don't trust Deshaun Watson yet. I wasn't comfortable starting him. I started Derek Carr. It worked in my favor. He had 16.74 points, was 25 for 34 passing at 211 yards, two touchdowns, also three carries for three yards, if that matters to you. Uh, Derek Carr, is, he did exactly what I wanted him to do. Every week, I want Derek Carr to score anywhere from 15 to 20 points. That's all I expect from him. That's moderate. He's contributing. He's not losing me games. He's not winning me games. He's kind of a neutral in this fantasy football league, and that works for me. So Derek Carr brought in just over, oh, actually almost 17 points, but 16.7 points. And Bryce Young, my opponent's quarterback, only brought in 12.02 points. He was 24 for 39 passing at 173 yards. A touchdown pass. Unfortunately, though... Three interceptions on the day. That really helped me. He did have five carries and 41 yards, but I won the quarterback matchup this week. My running back, Zach Moss, had 2.6 points. He had seven carries for 26 yards. Basically, that's nothing. That hurts my soul. And uh, we're learning that, you know, Jonathan Taylor's the feature back in Indy. And uh, any any Zach Moss success I had early on in the year is going to be uh, probably very limited for the rest of the season as he, again, is no longer the primary running back, or even barely a focus, it feels like, in the offense in Indy. Uh, Jarek McKinnon was 
Uh, my friends, my opponent's starting running back. He had 10.4 points on a carry for two yards. He also had two catches for 22 yards and a touchdown catch. He barely did anything. It's kind of funny. Like, I actually think that, yeah, my my running back had more yards and touched the ball more, but his running back had a touchdown, so he got 10 points. Mine got two. Whatever. You take it. I, I won the game. I'm happy. I don't have a gripe about it. Isaiah Pacheco, my number two running back, had 6.6 points. He had 16 carries for 66 yards. And uh, the number one, number two running back, excuse me for my opponent, James Cook, had 7.9 points. He had six carries for 20 yards and four catches for 19 yards. So uh, pretty average there, 6.6, 7.9. The running back, neither neither running back actually for either of us uh, dominated, which actually is good for me because remember sitting out last week, Calvin Ridley, my receiver, um, and Jameer Gibbs, my running back, my number one incredible running back, had a bye week and wasn't playing. So I had to figure out something and find a way to... Um, you know, produce something at running back. And I'm, I'm just really lucky that his running back room didn't contribute a ton of points to the effort. Uh, my number one receiver, Nico Collins, had three catches for 54 yards and a touchdown. Three catches, 54 yards, and a touchdown. 14.4 points is what Nico Collins generated. Adam Thielen was my opponent's number one receiver. He had five catches for 29 yards. Kind of funny, man. He chose to have Bryce Young and Adam Thielen in the starting lineup this year. And uh, unfortunate for him. I also dodged another bullet. He had Keenan Allen on his team. Keenan Allen, his number two receiver, had 15.7 points. 15.7 points, uh, eight catches for 77 yards. As far as Keenan Allen goes, that's a pretty moderate day, so I dodged a bullet there. Uh, My number two receiver, Jackson Smith and Jigba, had six catches for 63 yards, brought in 12.3 points. You'll love to see it. That's great. And then my tight end situation is looking really good. Dalton Kincaid, my tight end. Who I drafted, or I really believed he was going to be an awesome tight end in fantasy football. He has turned into that exactly. He had 10 catches on 11 targets for 81 yards and brought in 16.1 points. I love that. Uh, David Njoku, my opponent's tight end, brought in 12.6 points. He had four catches for 26 yards and a touchdown. But uh, I, again, I feel like I had a huge victory here. Dalton Kincaid, a guy I drafted because I believed he would have a good year, has turned out, turned out to do exactly that. And you love that. Kareem Hunt, my flex player, had 14 carries for 38 yards and a touchdown. He brought in 9.8 points. Solid. That works. You love it. And Jaden Reed, the flex player for my opponent this week, only scored 7 points. He had one carry for 21 yards and three catches for 19 yards. Similar to me, a lot of my opponent's best players, Jerry Judy, Travis Etienne, um, uh, Jaleel McLaughlin, the running back in Denver, had a bye week. Jared Goff, his quarterback, had a bye week. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, his receiver, had a bye week. So basically all of his best players had a bye week. I really dodged a bullet with what happened schedule-wise for my opponent. That's part of why I was able to take out the number one guy in our fantasy football league this week. Um, My defense was incredible. My number one defense, the remember, I've got two on my team. I've got the Dallas Cowboys defense, and they're fantastic. And I've also got the Cleveland Browns defense, who... As far as scoring fantasy points, I feel like I've got the best of both worlds here. Depending on the matchup, I can pick one defense or the other, and they're fantastic. The Cleveland Browns played the Arizona Cardinals and a rookie quarterback, Clayton Toon. They brought in 24 points on defense for me. That's incredible. They had two interceptions. They allowed zero points. Had seven sacks, a forced fumble, a fumble recovery. That's a huge swing for me. 24 points in my favor. My opponent's defense, Houston, the Houston Texans, allowed 37 points, had two sacks, 
two forced fumbles and a fumble recovery. They brought in two points on the day. So, like, that's a 22-point difference for me with the defensive side of the football. That's awesome and really helped me win this week in fantasy. Uh, my kicking situation was kind of weird. Kaimi Fairburn, the kicker in Houston, got hurt. Uh, he, scored, he scored six points, which isn't bad. He had a field goal uh, of over 50 yards and an extra point. You love that. That's great. But he got hurt, and so he he didn't he stopped scoring at a certain point, and uh, you know it's it's unfortunate. I had to get rid of Brandon McManus, my favorite kicker, because he had a bye week and I needed a kicker this week. I brought in Kaimi Fairburn, hoping he would score, and he just got hurt, scored six points. It's fine. My opponent's kicker, Evan McPherson, the kicker in Cincinnati, had a field goal uh, and three extra points. He only scored five uh, six points as well, so it worked out okay. I survived. The kickers tied and score, but. Like, if my kicker hadn't got hurt, I would have scored way more, I think, because there were opportunities to kick in Houston, and they chose not to because they didn't have a kicker. <laughs> and it's like, man, all right, that's some bad luck there for sure. Um, really nothing, I didn't, you know, again, every player he had on his bench had a bye week, which is pretty interesting to me. I guess he had the Chiefs defense who uh, did score 14 points. It would have really helped him instead of Houston. I don't know why he started Houston's defense against Tampa rather than... Um, Actually, no, never mind. I guess Kansas City played Miami, so why would you start Kansas City's defense against the high-powered Miami Dolphins defense? That makes sense to me now, I guess, now that I think about it and rationalize it. I want to also say something. I'm getting skimped somehow. I've got one, two, three, four, five players on my bench. You're allowed six, but every time I try to add a sixth player to my roster, they make me drop someone, and I'm like, why am I the only person in our league who seems to not be allowed to have a sixth person on their bench? I don't get it. Every time I try to add a player in free agency... They make me drop somebody. That's how I lost my great kicker. I was like, why can't I add a player and, and you know, I, again, I'm allowed six bench spots, but I'm only being allowed to have five because every time I try to add a player, they make me get rid of somebody. Doesn't make sense. It literally, if you look at a screenshot here, my bench has an empty slot that's taken up by one of a, a player on his team. Why is that? Why, why am I having a hard time being allowed to get a sixth player on my fantasy football team? I have no idea. I don't understand it. Regardless, the moral of the story this week is that your boy Zach won again. And the single Pringles, it's my good luck charm. I Do I like being single? Not necessarily. Do I want to go on dates? Yes. Do I want to meet women? Yes. But is it okay because I'm winning fantasy football? That's the saddest statement anyone's ever said in their entire life. I'm winning at fantasy. Good thing I'm single. <laughs> I don't know. Don't be desperate, though. Don't desperately date. Do your thing. Live your life the best you can. Um, next week is going to be really interesting in fantasy football. So, again, I won. I'm 5-4. and four. I have recovered my season almost entirely. Um, let me read you the standings, actually, before we do anything, because the standings are very interesting right now in fantasy football. Um, your boy, Zach, went from way, way down in the standings. I am now in 8th, which isn't great, actually. Better than I thought. But if the playoffs started today, my fantasy football team would be a playoff team. That's all I want. That's, that's enough for me. I'll be happy there. First ever year in fantasy, make a playoff appearance. Not bad for your boy, Zach, who didn't really know what I was doing, by the way, this year. Remember, I've learned a lot of lessons on this journey through fantasy football. Um, the number one team in our league is Alvin and the Chipmunks, my buddy Logan. He's 7-2. and two. Best record in the league, by the way. Great job, Logan. 24-7 ass ETN season. The team I just took down, even though, again, all of his good players were on a bye week. Uh, they're 6-3. and three. The third team is Jackson's Prison TikTok. They're 6-3. and three. Quarterback Hospital, uh, Sam Colburn. See, remember he drafted Aaron Rodgers. He's six and three and fourth. How'd that get up there? Jake's team is five and four. The first five and four team. He's in fifth place. Sixth place is Rise of the Florida Man. 
Seventh is just horrible, man. They're also five and four. The single Pringles, baby. We're five and four. We are eighth right now and would make a playoff appearance if the playoffs started today. In ninth, you've got Bustin' on Cousins. They're five and four. In tenth, you've got X giving it to you again, five and four. In eleventh, you've got Starmore's A New Hope. Uh, they're four and five. In twelfth, you've got Touchdown Jesus. His team is three and six. In thirteen, you've got Turn down for what? They're three and six. Children of Analytics are three and six. They're in fourteenth. The Jordan rules are two and seven and in fifteenth. And Phoenix's team, no effing way, right, is two and seven and dead last in the league at the sixteenth spot in the league. We have sixteen teams in our league. It's kind of crazy. It's very big. I'm excited about it. Um, as I look ahead to next week, my matchup I'm playing against X gonna give it to you. X giving it to you again, excuse me. Uh this team is currently. I just read it. You would think I would remember. I don't. Uh, I am playing the number... Why can't I find it? The number 10 team in the standings. They're also 5-4, and four, though. So it's a big matchup. Basically, whoever wins is going to stay in the playoffs. and Whoever loses uh, is going to be out of the playoffs. He's not in the playoffs right now, but if he beats me, I'm sure he'd move up and get into a playoff spot. So I got to win here. And I'm given a 42% chance of winning. They don't believe in me, basically. Um, I could start Deshaun Watson. That would be interesting. Um, I already see a change I need to make. So I'm, I'm starting the, well, like, first of all, I don't have a kicker yet. So let's add Jake Moody to my, my lineup. Uh, that might change my, my possibilities of who is going to, how well I'm going to do this week. So let's see what happens. I add Jake Moody in my starting lineup. Suddenly I'm given a 47% chance to win. That's way, way better. Wow. Okay. Some starting Derek Carr at quarterback, Jameer Gibbs at running back, Kareem Hunt at running back, Nico Collins and Calvin Ridley at receiver, Dalton Kincaid at tight end, Jackson Smith and Jigba at flex, Jake Moody's my kicker, they're playing the Jaguars, the 49ers-Jaguars game could be a high-scoring game, I think that's a good opportunity to get a lot of kicks off and maybe score some points there, and I've got the Dallas Cowboys defense playing against Tommy DeVito, the quarterback starting for the New York Giants. That's going to get me a whole bunch of points, I'm excited there, I have the... Browns defense, if they're playing Baltimore, that feels like a trap game, and I don't want to start against a really good offense. I know the Browns defense is good, but uh, I, I thought about starting them. It does feel like it could be a defensive battle between Baltimore and Cleveland, but nonetheless, taking candy from a baby, it's right in front of you. The Dallas Cowboys defense against a rookie quarterback, Tommy DeVito in New York, who is not even considered a starter uh, to any level. He's only playing because he's the only one alive and still breathing. Tyra Taylor got hurt. Daniel Jones got hurt. He's a third-string quarterback starting against a really good Dallas Cowboys defense. I think I'm going to get a lot of points from my defense this week, and that's going to be awesome. His team got Dak Prescott, so um, that's bad because the Giants are terrible, and I think Dak's going to have a good game. Austin Eckler, that's terrifying. Tony Pollard, a lot of Dallas Cowboys on this team. Tank Dell, a great player for Houston. That's going to be a shootout, I think, against Cincinnati. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr., receiver in Indy. He's got Kyle Pitts. Thank God the Atlanta Falcons have no idea how to use Kyle Pitts. That's good for me. His flex is Rashid Shahid. His kicker is Cameron Dicker, who I just got rid of, but I, I couldn't keep because my stupid league won't let me have a six-player going on. And his defense is the Colts' defense playing against Indianapolis. I got a good shot here. I got a 47% chance of winning. I, I think they want me to start Deshaun Watson. They're, they're giving Deshaun Watson a higher chance of scoring more points than Derek Carr. Derek Carr is playing at Minnesota. I, man, I don't know. I, I think Derek Carr is more likely to score 15 points than Deshaun Watson is this year. Uh, again, this week, I guess. Deshaun Watson's playing against the 
Baltimore Ravens defense, who is really good. And the Ravens defense, man, um, they've shut down the Detroit Lions. They shut down Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks. They shut down Cleveland once already this year. Um, I don't feel very comfortable saying that uh, Deshaun Watson's going to have a great game. So I, I am leaving Deshaun Watson on my bench. He might have a better day than Derek Carr, but he still hasn't earned my trust enough to become a starting player in my lineup yet. And so currently he's not a starter. I, did anyone notice, by the way, I forgot my uh, I forgot to button my shirt all the way. So there's, ooh, shirt is open. Oh no. Let me button that real quick. Um, I feel pretty good. I think I got a good shot. If I win this week, I am, I'd be, you know, six and four. From my tragic, horrible start to where I am now, that's huge. I don't remember exactly what my record was to start. It was not good. I was at one time 14th in the league. Now I'm 8th and in a playoff spot. So I am moving on up. And if I win this one, 6-4, and four, feeling real, real good. Really, all I have to have happen is uh, Dak Prescott have a bad game, maybe. Austin Eckler have a bad day. Maybe the Patriots score a bunch of points against New England. Like, a couple things go my way. And I'm sitting real, real pretty this week in this matchup. Uh, let's look back to last week because some of the guys who scored really high, it was a weird week in fantasy. There weren't a lot of high-scoring players. Um, you know, CJ Stroud was incredible. He w- had 41.8 points. He was a high-scoring player all week. Uh, Tank Dell, the Houston Texans receiver, had 29.6 points. He was the third-highest-scoring player. The second-highest-scoring player, if you want to call it that, for the entire week was the LA Chargers defense who scored 30 points. That's wild. Also, the Dallas Cowboys had a huge game. Um, Dak Prescott had 28.36 points. CeeDee Lamb is number one receiver at 28.1 points. Um, and then Noah Brown, a receiver in Houston, 27.3 points. Basically, if you played football for a team in Texas, you are a high-scoring fantasy football player from last week because Dalton Schultz, the number eight high-scoring player, was a tight end in Houston as well. It's insane, man. It really is. That, that the, What happened this week was basically a lot of Texas football dominating this fantasy football league, and uh, I find it interesting, man. Guys, um, this is why I—so I want to make a—I want to announce a change here. The fantasy football episode next week is going to be folded into the main regular full show. First of all, I'm I'm, I'm working a full-time job now. Um, I don't have so much time. I don't want to be recording multiple nights a week for Strong Abandoned Sports. I'd like to do all my recording at one time. And next week, by the way— We've got not one sponsor, but two. And because this show, the fantasy football show, has become very short, it's like a 20-minute a show at very best, it feels wildly inappropriate to do two sponsorship reads in the span of less than 20 minutes. That's just not cool to me. And on top of all that, again, I want to consolidate all my recording, do it all at once. So next week, the fantasy football episode will be tagged on at the end of the regular weekly show. It's going to become a segment on Strong Opinion Sports. Um, I've been talking to people in the audience. I got mixed um, feedback on that. Some people wanted it to have its own show. Some people um, wanted it to be a segment on the show. Here's my my thought process. It's going to be buried. It's not the right word there exactly, but I'm going to put the fantasy football segment at the end of next week's show, episode 618. If you want to find that content and seek it out, you totally can. It's there for you to listen to if you want it. And if you don't want to, you can skip it. That's at the very end. It'll be after the Patreon questions even. So um, I think that's the right way moving forward. And uh, that's all I got really for Strong Opinion Sports episode 617. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you. Hope you're doing well. Um, I am, life is good for me. I'm doing really well right now, actually. And uh, on top of that, 
my fantasy football team is doing well. And I'm not going to lie to you. I think these episodes are more interesting when my team is doing badly, actually, because I'm sad and I have anger and rage about it. When I'm winning, I'm like, yeah, cool. It's funny how I don't care when I win, really. I'm like, yeah, nice. But when I lose, I really care. I find that fascinating. I hate losing more than I like winning, which is a it's a, it's a true fact about me, I guess. I'm not sure what to do with that information, but uh, there you go, guys. That's all I got for today. I love you. I appreciate it. hope you have a great day. hope you enjoy your life. And uh, I will talk to you very soon, uh, I guess really next week on Strong Abandoned Sports episode 618. Sayonara, love you, and uh, goodbye.